or at Elevated Love Concrete on Air Concrete. Work includes driveway. This is Colin from Cannot Justify. You're rocking Attitude Era Live with Icon, Granny Hawkster, and Big Swing. Oh. You have. That's Elevated Concrete at 701. Gentlemen, it is that time. It is Monday. It is Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day to all those listening today here on 89.1 Kids FM. This is Attitude Air Live with your hosts, the icon, Granny Hulkster, Matthias, and Big Swing. Of course, we only have half the crew today. It's just me and Granny, and I believe she is there right now. Granny, are you there? Yes, I am, Icon, ready for another awesome show on 89.1 Ken's FM and just remembering all the men and women who served our country and so we could have our freedom. So God bless you all that, that served, and just this is your day of remembrance. Exactly. And, uh, you know, we also want to say, hey, Everybody else. And uh, it is a very special day. It is Memorial Day. Okay. If tomorrow all the things were gone, I'd work for all my life. And I had to start again with just my children and my wife. I thank my lucky star. To be living here today But the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away And I'm proud to be an American Where at least I know I'm free And I won't forget the men who died Who gave that fight to me And I gladly
largest country in the world that gives us the opportunity to join you every Monday night here on 89.1 Tens FM. And we also want to thank the man that lets us do this every Monday night. He is Ken Bartz, the owner of 89.1 Tens FM, gives us the ability to join you every Monday night. And allows Granny and myself and Matthias and Big Swing to talk to you every Monday night. Speaking of Monday night, we have a big show tonight, as always, and I know that everybody's like, he always says that. Well, you know, it, it is true, I do always say that. In a way, I'm kind of like Tony Schiavone. Tony Schiavone always used to come on Monday nights and say, this is the biggest night in the history of our great sport. And tonight is no different. So tonight we have Mandy Cantone, we have Tammy Lynn, and we have Susan LaBelli. And they're actresses and actors and directors and writers and everything else involved in the Hollywood scene. We're going to catch everybody up. Unfortunately, Matthias will not be with us tonight because he is still suffering from his knee injury. Hopefully he'll be back next week. We wish him all the best. We know that he's listening, and we know that he is nursing that knee injury. Let's catch everybody up to what everybody's doing. Granny, why don't we start with you? What have you been up to? Well, it's been a very, very exhausting week. Um, unfortunately, last Tuesday morning, I was outside. You know, my dogs are outside dogs. And yep. I was washing their water pans outside, and I was taking the small water pan because I can't carry the big jugs when they're filled up with water. So I was washing their pans out, getting all the green, icky, leafy stuff out of their pans, you know. And my newest baby, Selma, she got out into the front yard, and I had a hold of her by her collar, and the neighbor cat came over, and she decided to chase the cat. The cat ran up the tree, and I was trying to get her to come to me, get her back in the backyard. I, If I could have picked her up and put her in the backyard, I would have. She got too close to the curb, and she went to dart across the street, and she got hit by a car. Now, oh, it did no. not kill her. I mean, she's still alive, but I took her to the emergency bed. I called David. I said, can you come home from work? And so, oh, my God. I mean, I was beside myself. And so we had to take her to the emergency vet. They kept her overnight. She ended up having a very small fracture in her right hip. So I had to take her to... Uh, South County Animal Hospital in Greenwood, Arkansas, Friday morning, and um, they ended up doing surgery. They removed the broken fragment, broken piece of that bone, and they said the healing time will be quicker. So I have actually had her in the house since Friday, and she's recuperating. Um, she still wants to favor that back right leg, you know, so I'm hoping that once everything starts healing, she'll be able to start walking on that back right leg again. I mean, I, I blamed myself, and of course David said, you can't blame yourself, you know, it happens, and I said, I know, but I said it was my fault, and it was just, it's so it was, I was very tore up, I was very emotional <laughs> for a few days, and so, but she's she's sitting here, or laying here on the comforter in our computer room, we we have such a small older house that I don't have a kennel cage big enough for her to sleep in. 
So I had to just spread a comforter out on the carpet on the floor, and that's where she's been sleeping at since uh, Friday. So other than that, you know, (laughs) same old, same old, just a different day. So, Well, for those of you who follow me on Facebook know that Bernadette, my wife, and myself, we just recently bought a house. And I had no idea that when you buy a house, there's a thing that pops up called a honey-do list. <laughs> and I've started to, I've started to, let's just say, check the boxes off of that honey-do list. One of the first things on my honey-do list was to make my wife breakfast in her new home. I checked that box without an issue. I actually made my wife a monster sandwich, which consists of eggs, ham, cheese, and sausage. And what you do is you you fry up the egg. uh, You scramble up the egg. You fry it up a little bit. You put the ingredients on top of the egg. And then you fold the egg over so it's like a square. You put it on the bread. You take another big piece of cheese, put it on top of the egg, put the other piece of bread on top, cut it in a triangle, walk it out to the kitchen where your wife is at, and you present her with breakfast. That was my first Honey, do list item. I, I saw crossed the pictures off of that breakfast, by the way, Icon. I saw the pictures of that. That looks pretty tasty. Well, it was. And if now, if anybody's getting the idea, well, hey, maybe we can come over to the uh, Icon's place on the weekend and have no, 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 no. But if you want to have hot dogs and if you want to have popcorn and you want to have some of that stuff. This weekend, Bernadette and I also had our first bonfire. Well, well, I guess it's not really a bonfire. We bought a fire pit, and we had our first fire out in the driveway. I learned one thing. I'm actually better at making breakfast than I am keeping a fire going. (laughs) For the life of me, I could not keep that fire thing going. I was doing everything. I was putting... Uh, I was putting starter fluid on there. I was putting this, that, burning cardboard, burning paper, you name it. I was trying to get that thing to go. And finally, after maybe an hour worth of trying, I realized that I'm just going to forgo this, forget it, and then just whatever. Then the next thing you know, the log that I put on the fire at the beginning of the session actually started burning and caught fire, and I guess I was just not patient enough. After waiting 30 minutes, the fire started, and Bernadette and I, we grabbed some hot dogs, put them on these uh, these little metal holder things that we had, and we had a little cookout our first night in our first, uh, in our first house. So we had, we had a real fun weekend, and uh, I had to do a lot of other things to get the house in order. I had to add, not that anybody cares, but I had to add toilet paper rolls to each bathroom. I had to buy a shower curtain for the main bathroom. It's only temporary because our, our, our master bath is going to be a football-themed bathroom. 
our main bath, our guest bath, will be a baseball team bathroom because this is going to be an all-sports house. And I cannot wait to start putting this thing together. And once I get every uh, everything together, I'm going to have a little housewarming party. Uh, unfortunately, I won't be able to invite everybody, but most people know who you are that are listening that will get a little invitation, whether it be on Facebook or word of mouth. You'll all be able to welcome and come back and check things out. Our plan is to have hot dogs, popcorn, and have a movie. We bought this big projector. We're going to have a little movie outside in the driveway for people to come watch movies and have popcorn and eat hot dogs. So we'll have a little well, a little fun here. That, that's a couple months off, though, because, one, we haven't moved our stuff into the house yet. So I finally found a movie company that's going to come pack us up, move us, and take everything to where we got to go. That's been a long and tedious process as well, trying to find a company that will pack everything up. Unfortunately, I'm suffering. I just had surgery, so I can't really do anything physical. My wife, unfortunately, has a bad hip. She can't do anything physical. So we have to hire someone to do this stuff. You know, one thing I find out interesting, folks, is over the years, the nice guy that I am, I've helped so many friends move their I guess you could say I've, had, I've, I've helped so many people move their stuff over the years. Guess what? I need help, and guess what? There's nobody here to help me, so I'm stuck by myself doing this stuff. But that's okay. I'll just remember that uh, when I invite them out for the housewarming party, everyone only gets a half a hot dog, so that's that'll be that. <laughs> so anyway, well, we're having a good time here. We're just waiting for our first guest to call and we'll have fun with our first guest. It's going to be Mandy Cantone. She's going to talk to us about some of the projects that she's going on, and we're just going to have a little fun. I, but I will say one thing, though. I do miss, I do miss big, I do miss Big Swing, and I do miss Matthias. But you know, Granny and I have got this thing handled, so we're we're going to take a quick little time out. We'll be right back with our first guest after these messages. So stick with us after the flip side. We will be right back after this message. As you know, 89.1 Ken's FM If your business would like to sponsor Ken's FM and reach thousands of young adults and college students every day, contact us at 218-585-3067 or at info at kensfm.com. Any one of us can help you get your sponsorship started. We have many packages available to fit your budget. So contact us today at 218-585-3067 or at info at kensfm.com. And thanks for listening to 89.1 Kens FM. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room, walking down the aisle. She can tell you what it's like to make a film. She can tell you what it's like to make a horror film. She can tell you what it's like to make any film. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the lovely, the beautiful, the talented. She is Mandy Cantona. Hey, this is Mandy Cantone. You're listening to the Attitude Era Monday Live on 89.1 Kent FM with your host, the icon, Big Swing, the godmother of wrestling, Granny Hoekster, and the modern nightmare, Matthias. How are you, Mandy? Good to have you. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Um, I'm doing great. It was actually Memorial Day, so we were out doing the whole barbecue thing. All right. Well, you know, I'll tell you, we do appreciate uh, you taking time out of your holiday celebration to be with us here tonight. 
And it's taken a, what, six months to get this done. I booked you six months ago, and we finally are able to have you on with us, and we appreciate that. Yes, um, if I sound a little funny, it's because um, I'm getting kind of a strange feedback on my end. Um, You didn't say anything, so I'm guessing it's just me. So I apologize for that. But, yeah, um, this interview was six months in the making. And, uh, well, we, we won't talk about it, but, uh, you know, we, uh, I, 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 I've known you under one different name. Now I know you under a different name, but we, we won't talk about that unless you want to talk about it. But here's what we're going to do. We're going to give us a little background about yourself, and then I'm going to ask you a few questions, then we'll do a roundtable, and we'll come back to me and I'll ask you the tougher questions. So go ahead and give us a little background about yourself. Okay. Um, well, I'm trained in the performing arts. My parents started with me when I was really young. Um, they pay for all kinds of lessons and everything. So that's like I'm trained in acting. Um, I took voice lessons. I took dancing, all of that stuff. Um, I remember um, at a young age, I'd always wanted to do writing and directing. Um, I was actually told when I was in, like, um, like in, like, acting school and everything that it's, like, because I was probably, like, about 15, I was told that women can't be directors. Really? So that's. Yeah, that's something that, like, always stuck to me. Like, it's like they're, like, you only see, like, a couple of them because they don't they do not do it well or something like that. And I just remember those, like, now that I'm older and everything and I'm sitting there thinking about it, it's like, yeah, it's like I kind of want to prove them all wrong with that one. We have uh, then, Maddie um, Cantor's our guest here. We have, we're on 89.1 Kins FM. We got, uh, we got a lot of time here. We got about 27 minutes. Okay. So they told you that they told you that you would never be a director. Is that is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Um, I was told that at a young age by multiple uh, by multiple people. My parents actually said it to me. Also, they wanted me to stick with acting, and I kept telling them, "It's like no, it's like I like the whole writing aspect and like the directing part, like with the plays and everything." Because my background's in theater, and um, so it's like got into the film and everything. Um, over about a year ago, and like I, the first project um, I got to be part of was um, the Sawyer Massacre. Um, I did my, I was on a TV, yeah, the Sawyer Massacre with um, Steve Merlot. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're going to so, talk. We're definitely going to talk to you about that as well. The uh, we're, we're going to talk to you. We're going to talk to you about the Sawyer Massacre. We're going to talk about one of my favorite projects of yours, the Doctor Ghoul Show. However, yeah, the Doctor Ghoul gonna... Show. I was about to mention that. Yeah, I'm I'm just kind of curious, you know, when they said that women will never direct, I'm, I bet you're like, we'll see, we'll see. You know, people told me that I would never have my own radio show, and I'm like, okay, we'll see, we'll see. And now you, you, you <laughs> proved the naysayers wrong, right? Well, I think um, I think it kind of, like, got put into my head a little bit there because I kind of, like, let everything just kind of take a back seat for, like, a really long time, and then... Dr. Cool kind of got me back into everything because I was concentrating on my art. And um, he reached out to me and asked me to actually be on his show. So I went ahead and I decided that I wanted to be a horror host. You know, and, like, uh, that was something is... that I grew up with with my parents. So it's like, it's like, yeah, it's like, I'm really interested in it. And that was a, that was a really fun experience. Um, I filmed everything from Florida and I sent it out to California. And they they edited everything and they uploaded it for the show. And that's that's really awesome. So 
when so you were never really live in studio with Dr. Ghoul then. Nope, just very long nights on the telephone, <laughs> going over everything that I was needing to do. Um, if something needed to be redone and everything, it's just setting up. Um, I had a studio set up in my home at the time. And you, you've done so. You've been so many involved in so many things. Like uh, you were a casting director at Forever Entertainment. Uh, you were yeah. with uh, involved with Behind the Friends. Uh, we're going to talk to you about Sawyer Massacre in a little bit. Uh, you were also involved in Friday the 13th Blood Loss and uh, a, a lot of other stuff. So, when of all those things that you've done, what has been the most challenging thing that you've done in those in those things I listed off? Oh, um, I would say challenging. Um, everything I just I'm really drawn to it all, and I find excitement in all of it, and it's it's a lot of fun. And it's like I really enjoy it, even like the tougher moments and everything with it. But I have to say that I really don't like acting. I'm going to just like put that out there. It's I really don't like it. <laughs> so um, when you have to sit there and just like keep doing your retakes and everything, like if you mess up a line and it's just so repetitive and I just, I really don't like it. So there's something for you. Um well, but I hate to say it, but there goes, there, goes um, 30 pages of, there goes 30 pages of questions <laughs> right there. <laughs> yeah, acting, um, yeah, I, I never enjoyed it when I was younger either, but my parents um, just always pushed it. They, they just, my mom always wanted me, like, to be the next big thing, and I just, I always would tell her, it's like, but I don't like it. It's like I really never liked it, but um but I guess with challenging, um, I guess it's when you're working with others also on the projects and you're not seeing eye to eye with things, and um, or if you're on certain projects and people can just kind of take that away from you, that type of thing. So that's all I really have on all of that um, because I honestly, even if something just seems a little bit harder at the time when you're working on it, I actually enjoy it. I like that pressure. Well, you know, you, you, you mentioned that, you, you know, you don't like the acting part, but you're not opposed to it, though. If uh, you get the right offer, you'd still do it, right, or no? Um, The right offer, probably. Yeah, most definitely, because I still want to, um, I want to still, like, pursue my, my, my whole thing with the horror hosting, because um, it's like, I sat there and um, I was kind of like stalking everybody, so they're going to hear this, um, like anybody who's a horror host, because I thought I found it fascinating and fantastic because I grew up with them with my parents. My my father was huge on watching them, and our favorite was Dr. Paul Bearer, and um, and and like recently it's like everybody loves Spengoli, so. But it's like with recently and everything, it's just like you see all these people that are aspiring to do it and trying to bring it back because it is it is a dying art, and I hate to see it to go completely away. And there's only just a few handful of people that are trying to actively bring that back. And and I would really like to um, to pursue that project and try to bring that back as well. That's awesome. Mandy Cantone's our guest here on 89.1 Kids FM, and we we have about 21 minutes here with Mandy. Uh, Mandy, I want to introduce you to my one of my co-hosts. Unfortunately, like I mentioned at the beginning, that uh, big swing Matthias. Uh, Matthias is uh, nursing a knee injury from his wrestling days, 
And uh, Big Swing is probably doing Yankees baseball. But, Greg, we have our guest, Mandy Cantone. Go ahead. Well, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to have you on. And, you know, Icon took a couple of my questions, but that's certainly okay. And the question <laughs> I had, being that you said you weren't really fond of acting, that kind of tied into the question because I was going to ask you which you enjoyed more, acting or directing, and basically you answered my question before I even <laughs> asked it. But that's great. You know, that's great. So, you know, I know you, you know, probably, you know, like love the directing part, you know, and everything. If you had a dream movie that you could be a part of and direct, um, what would it be and who would be one of your directors or producers you would want to, you know, do the project with? Oh, are we talking about famous people or can I just talk about one of my, my first projects that I'll be working on? Just whatever well, yeah, you want to talk about. Yeah, it's your time. Whatever gonna, you want to talk about. Yeah, we're going to talk about that too. I want to talk about my stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, you, you, well, we're going to talk about your future project in a second, but the one thing you can't say is doing a movie with me because that'd be too easy. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, um, I don't know. Um, are we going to, are we like asking about like past projects that have already been made or whatever? Because... What, whatever. <laughs> this is, this is your time, all, however because... you want to answer it. Um, I just I would really like to get a script in with Troma and make a film with them. That would be okay. like that would be ideal for me. Um, to make the next like classic um cult and everything, like a cult film with horror and oh, wow. stuff like that. That would just be wow. a really that would be a really like huge honor and everything to be able to get in with them to get a film made. So if I can mm-hmm. write a script that's worthy of that, that would be amazing. That's awesome. Now, we're going to talk about uh, your, your current project in a second, but is there, you know, you mentioned that you, you're not really fond of acting. We got Manny Cantone here. We got about 18 minutes. You mentioned that you don't really like acting, but is there any kind of project, you know, someone wants you, calls you up and says, I want you to direct this picture. Is there any kind of project that you would not touch with a 10-foot pole? Um. There are some projects, but I won't name them right now out of um, consideration, I guess. Um, I, can, I can say that I won't do movies that, um, that involve a lot of, um, like, dogs dying and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't hurt the animals. Um, let me see. Um, you know, it's like... But the independent film community, of course, you have all those people and everything. Um, there's always people fighting and trying to, <laughs> like, trying to outdo each other, it feels like. But you know what? It's like, I'm I'm not against it. It's like, it, it depends on what the actual story is, if I, if I actually read it and enjoy the script and everything like that. Um, and if the person isn't too bad of a person, I guess. It's like, I don't know, it's a really tricky question without saying, like, oh, I'm not going to work with this person and that person and then get a call tomorrow. Be like, why not? Um, <laughs> so so let's get uh, to the next question, because that was so, so, a little nervous. 
So, so, so you're telling me there's a chance? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right, so let's, let's talk about. Uh, let, let's talk about your current project. Uh, tell us, uh, tell us all about it. Let's go into detail. We have about 16 minutes. That's why. That's why I have you on here today. So let's talk about your uh, project that you're working on now. Let's talk about it. Okay, so my re- most recent one, um, I have a script written for. It's called the. It's called Killer Pizza. Um, that was actually a, my daughter came up with the idea and everything because we we're sitting there and um, she was telling me we should make a killer taco film. And I was like, no, I was like, I don't want to do a taco film. And then she tells me she's like, how about killer pizza? And I'm like, no, actually, that's a great idea. So I came up with the concept. Um, I drew up. I, I drew up the art and everything, the art concept, because it's going to actually be a puppet. So I'm going to do all practical effects with the film. Um, when I made the movie poster, it's um, it's an 80s style because it's going to be completely um, all set in the 80s and everything as well. So I used my son for the concept art. Um, it's going to be, he's going to have the pizza delivery boy help him go around delivering justice, well, his revenge and everything because it's going to be, um, going to be the owner of a pizza shop who gets killed and he just when he comes some of his blood makes it into the the pizza sauce so if the pizza comes back the best so I'm kind of excited for this one um it's a comedy style so it's it's basically because like how I said it's like I would like to be able to get in with trauma and stuff one day so it's kind of along those lines and it has the humor and everything there so I'm hoping everybody's going to really enjoy this one. It's like I put a lot into the script and everything. And with the art concept and everything, I'm really excited to see who I get to um, to start working on the prototypes and everything for the puppets and everything. And I have um, I already have a lead actor attached. Who is, it's Tom Glynn. Um, he's a SAG actor, and he will be my pizza. <laughs> but he um, – he wanted to stick in. He wanted to um, get it back into the horror and everything. He was in the Creep Show. It was the Shapeshifter Anonymous episode where he played Kringle. So I'm really excited. He reached out to me when he saw my art concept and everything, and asked to be a part of the project. So it's like I've been keeping in touch with him and everything because um, I have some downtime right now, and he's just been like like touching base and everything to see how everything's going. And then once we get moving with everything. It's, I'm just super excited to have him be a part of it and everything. I don't have anybody else attached to it right now because I still have to hold auditions and everything for the film as well. I'll, I'll come out and work for you. <laughs> You're like, I want to do it. It's going to be awesome. I'm super excited. Um, everybody was asking me if the pizza was going to be um, like a human shape, like a, like, you know, like a human goop of pizza. You know, like dough and sauce. It's like, no, it's going to be an actual pizza in a box, and it's going to kill everyone. So we I'm have uh, we have we have many contours, <laughs> I guess. We got about thirty minutes. You know, I would love to voice the trailer for that movie. I, I can just see it now. Do you remember that kid that you used to pick on in school? What if he <laughs> owned his own pizza shop? What if he was delivering and he came for you? This is what you're looking forward to. You can say you want cheese, you want pepperoni, you want sausage, but he's coming to add you to the list. 
Oh, um, <laughs> it's like I'm a hostess <laughs> serving up revenge one slice at a time. It's like I got all the puns in there. All right. Well, I, I definitely, <laughs> I, I, like, I, I love this project. When is, uh, when is your uh, scheduled uh, start production time for this? Um, well, as of right now, because like I said, I have some personal things that I'm going through at the moment. So everything has been put off a little bit. Um, it was a film that I was hoping to start production on um, by January of next year, but I'm not sure if that's going to be pushed off for now. But hopefully. And then, uh, um, do you know where you're going to uh, start holding the production at? Oh, it's going to be in New York. Um, I'm not sure if it will be um, in Rochester or if it will be in another like location of New York, but it will be up here in New York. Well, the reason why I was asking is because a big swing actually lives in New York. He lives in Albany, New York. And if you give me the opportunity, I would love to come work. And you know what? You don't even have to pay me right away. If uh, there, if the picture makes a million dollars, a hundred thousand dollars, whatever it is, then he can pay me. I just want to be part of it. I'll, I'll, I'll even come and carry your bags. I'll go get your cappuccino at Starbucks or cap, whatever <laughs> it is. You know, if you if you need a stool for your legs, I will go ahead. I'll let you. I'll be. I'll be like your footrest or whatever, just to come be part of this. And I'll even bring Granny and Matthias out with me. That'd be awesome. Yeah, you guys are more than welcome to come out and help out with the set and everything like that. Um, like I said, I'm going to be holding auditions. Um, as soon as I, um, it's going to be about a few months. And then I'm going to be, I'm going to start posting everything. Um, I'm working on a new poster for actually for Tom Gwynn, where he's like, he's in the pizza, in the pizzeria making a pizza. So that's going to be another poster. It's all hand-drawn um, artwork that I'm doing for my posters. And, um, and I'm going to make those available for purchase as well when the whole, because um, I'm going to be doing the Indiegogo campaign and everything. And I'll make that part of the perks and everything. Well, when you're ready to do this, would you be willing to come back on with us and pitch this and that we can get more people uh, supporting you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I would really appreciate it, too, because this uh, this project is going to take a ton of support and a ton of um, just a lot of people pitching in and everything to be able to get this off the ground. Um, because I have, like, this grand idea in my head, and I know it's going to be big, and i and I know that people are going to love it. I'm just hoping that this will be like what I was talking for, like with trauma, like a cult classic and stuff like that. And that's what I'm aiming for with this one. And it's like, what else is better than a guy getting, because he gets killed by the mafia in it. And it's like, it's complete, complete, like completely filled with puns. And it's just all Italian stuff. <laughs> so it's like, I'm excited for it. Well, you know what they say, there ain't nothing worse than when food attacks. <laughs> uh, uh, Mandy Cantone's our guest here. we got nine minutes here left with Mandy. And uh, we, I'll tell you what, Mandy, you know, we, we probably can't talk about this, but uh, you know how entertaining both Granny and myself are because we, we did a, a call-in show with you um, away, uh, I don't know, maybe, what, back in – I think it was December. Or G- I can't remember what it was, but Granny, you remember uh-huh. being on that January show, right? January or February for the yeah the Toxic Horror show. Yeah. Right, exactly. And we we uh, see. I was 
what people don't know is I was actually auditioning to you for how entertaining I can be. But the sad thing is, uh, Granny, don't take this wrong way, but Granny got more of a big response than I did. And that, <laughs> I guess that, that's to be expected, you know, because I know that Granny was promising everybody a, a batch of chocolate chip cookies and this and that and the other. I and brownies. Don't lie. <laughs> don't lie to the girl. I did not promise anybody anything. I don't, you know, I, I did not promise. I remember that she didn't promise us anything. I didn't promise anybody <laughs> cookies. So, you know, don't be lying. <laughs> Touchdown! Okay. Raiders! Is definitely looking <laughs> big swing. That was not necessary, okay? Don't even go there. All right. Well, we have Mandy Cantos, I guess. We have uh, we have eight minutes left with Mandy. Now, when you uh, when you start uh, doing this, how many uh, people are you looking to cast in the film? Oh, it's, it's going to take a ton of people because it's like I have at least, let me see, I have four. No, it's going to be five main characters because – the pizza delivery has to be a kid that's very sarcastic. So I'm just putting this out there now because I'm still, it's like I've been looking already for him. <laughs> like so so, you, so you're looking for somebody like me? A kid. I need a teenager. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, you're hey, too, I, you're I too old, Icon. Icon, you're too old. I can act like You're too old to be the teenager. Uh, well, no, let's see. No. What was and Ferris Bueller's Day Off, he was 35 playing in high school. So, I mean, it's not too far-fetched. It's like no, <laughs> but you're, you're no, too old to be a pizza delivery um. boy. Okay, all right. Well, uh, well, yeah. maybe I can be the parent of the pizza delivery guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, trying, so, I'm now, trying to cast realistically, not like for the cast of Vampire Diaries or something, where they have like all 30-year-olds playing the kids. <laughs> <laughs> So now, are, are you? Uh, now, I'm um, sure you're also going uh, to need production staff as well, right? Yeah, I'm going to need a full production staff. Um, I have a, I have um, the film crew and like sound and everything that's already taken care of. Um, but I do need a production crew. Um, of course, I need people on board to be producers and everything like that. But I'll need background extras. Um, I have five main characters, which. Tom Clint's already been casted, so I have four more. The pizza boy. Um, the pizza's wife. <laughs> um, I need a mob boss, and he's going to have his goons and everything. And then I need um, – the pizza's going to end up with a girlfriend who's a stripper. So I need that cast I, Okay. Well, so she'll be a big All right, part. That, that, that's the role I want. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> sold. <laughs> I think you'll be perfect for this stripper. Mandy Cantone's our guest here. Unfortunately, we only got five minutes left with Mandy, and we wish we were five more years. But, you know, when you uh, when you decided to, uh, you know, start this project, you know, you, you know, your daughter suggests taco, and then you decided to do a pizza. When, when you started – or did your daughter start writing this, or did you guys start collaborating and start writing how you wanted to do it, or was it all from what she thought? Well, she's only 10, um, but I made sure that when I was going, coming up with the storyline for it, um, I just threw out, like, the idea and everything with her um, to see if she agreed to it first. Um, and I wanted to make sure that it would be very comical and that it will be something that she'll be able to watch. And, like, I don't want to take too much away from it, but it's like I, I just wanted to I, – I got her approval on everything first. 
to make sure that it was going to be something that she would actually sit through and everything. And I wanted to make sure that it would be something that she'll be proud of because her mommy took her idea and I'm going to run with it and, and try my hardest to get everybody involved and, like I said, make another cold classic. Uh, Mandy Cantone's our guest. we got about uh, four minutes left with Mandy before our, our, our next guest shows up. Now, Mandy, I, I'm just kind of curious. Now, with, with all the support that Attitude Air Live is going to give you and the fact that a few of us, I can't speak for my other co-hosts, but I'm willing to come work for free. I'm just kind of wondering what it's like when this picture becomes a, a cult classic and makes you a whole bundle of money. What's it going to be like when you have to hand your daughter a check for royalties? Um, I would love that, actually. I think that, um, to be able to see that with your kids. And she's just going to spend well, it on slime and stuff, but that'll be okay. <laughs> or, 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 or you're just going to give her a, a bigger raise in her allowance. <laughs> <laughs> I can always put it away for her. But well, that would be nice right. to be able to get that much and be able to put it away for, like, a college fund. That'd be good. Right. I Yeah, I, I know you, like, uh, give, like, uh, $6 an hour for uh, an allowance uh, for the for the week, but you'll say, like, <laughs> honey, I'll tell you what, we're going to raise you up to 750 How about that? And we're going to get you a nice little pony for Christmas. <laughs> And I'm talking about a Mustang. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Mandy Cantones, I guess, here. we got about uh, three minutes here. So, Mandy, if our fans want to check you out and see you, do you have a Facebook, an Instagram, a YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, a TikTok? I'm never going to talk to the Icon Again website. What do you got? Um, I got the Never Going to Talk to the Icon Again website. I'm joking. Um, <laughs> you can find me on Facebook. That hurts. Under Mandy Cantone. That hurts. <laughs> you threw it out there. I had to go with it. Um, you can find me on Instagram under Death, D-E-A-T-H, the number two, Mandy, M-A-N-D-E-E. Um, you can also find it under Mandy Cantone. I don't really use anything else. I have a Twitter account and stuff like that, but I am so behind times with all of that, and I don't use the TikTok or anything like that. So my main form of communication and everything is Instagram. Um, I do a lot more on there with everything. Well, I'll tell you what, so here's what we're going to do, Mandy. follow me on there, and you'll be able to see when I post everything. Here, here's what we're going to do here, Mandy. Uh, what I'm going to do here is uh, I'm, after the show here, I, I'm going to contact you, and I'm going to get you booked up. Uh, I just I just got to work, not, not that anybody cares, but we're booked up from now until the end of 2024. Uh I just found out that my uh, first guest out of the shoot in January is going to be uh, in Europe filming, so he won't be able to join us. I'm going to give you that slot. The first guest out of the shoot in 2024 is going to be yours. I will call you after the show. We'll get everything set up, and everything will be wonderful, and we'll uh, we'll start helping you pitch this thing. And... uh, I'll uh, I'll crash uh, as long as you have a place for me, like in the back lot of the studio. Throw me a couple hot dogs. I'm willing to come out and work for you. It's not going to cost you anything unless the the movie does well. Then you can pay me. But I'm willing to come out and support you uh, at my cost to help you out. All right, I appreciate that so much. Thank you. All right, Manny, we love you so much. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for taking time out of your holiday to be with us. You are awesome, and we will talk to you in January. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for having me, guys. Have a great night. All right.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Mandy Candone. <laughs> uh, looks like our next guest is waiting in the wings. What we need to do here first, real quick here, we need to take a, another commercial break. And when we get back from the flip, uh, flip side, our next guest will be here. So stick with us. We'll be right back. The new Wood Spring Suites of Fargo, located at 1090 35th Street North at the I-29 and 12th Avenue North Interchange. It's an extended stay, pet-friendly hotel with kitchenettes in every room, including a stovetop, full-size fridge, and microwave, plus a big 40-inch flat-screen TV with free Wi-Fi. You can book a room at 701-582-1600 or online at www.woodspring.com. Woodspring Suites of Fargo, rated 4.2 by Trust Score. And Woodspring Suites of Fargo is a great place to stay. So if you're in Fargo... Stay there. It's a great place, uh, and uh, they got a great staff over there. So go check them out. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room, walking down the aisle, she is the next beautiful actress we have on the list. She has done everything that you can imagine, and there's more to come. And she's going to tell us right now. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the lovely and beautiful, talented Tammy Lynn. Hey, this is Tammy Lynn, and you're listening to the Altitude Era Monday Live on 89.1 Kins FM with your host, the icon, the big swing, the godmother of wrestling, Granny Hulkster, and the modern nightmare, Matthias. Hey, how are you doing? Good, well, how are you? We love you. Thanks for joining us tonight. We got uh, Tammy Lewis, our guest here, and we're on 89.1 Kens FM, and uh, we got uh, 29 minutes with. We'll have to take a uh, okay. a brief little uh, timeout, a little bit here, to do a little legal stuff. But so, Tammy, here's how we're going to do this. First off, we want to thank you for taking time on your holiday to join us tonight. What we're going to do is have you give us a little background about yourself, and now I'm going to ask you a few questions. And then Granny's going to okay. ask you a few of herself, and then I'm going to come back to me, and we're going to ask you the tougher questions. So go ahead. Let's start with the background. Go ahead. Well, um, let's see. I'm divorced. I have three grown children, five grandchildren. Um, primarily, I'd say I went to college, a good part of my adult life. I could never decide exactly what I wanted to be when I grew up, so... Um, I kept taking classes and finally got a degree in electrical technology, and then um, I was injured on the job and started on another degree, which I'm like a semester away from having a degree in human services. But, um, you know, I found that my main love was acting and um, anything that brought out my creative side. So, um, you know, all through the years, I began training when I was in middle school, at the local college um, here at night, and then, um, you know, I trained off and on all my life, and, you know, living where I live, it was just so difficult. Um, You know, I would get a few local commercials here and there, and then, you know, maybe an extra role or something, but, um, you know, the doors really didn't start opening up for me, per se, until I was last maybe three years. And I think your first... uh, Yeah, yeah, we're here. I think your first thing was the past life in 2010. Is that correct? Oh, um, 
No, actually, before that, I had done um, some work at the Tyler Perry studio. Um, it's It was Meet the Browns. And, you know, I have looked and looked for that, and I've tried to get it on my IMBG page. I even sent my pay stubs in. Um, it was a funeral scene, and um, I wore this big floppy hat, and it was hilarious. Kim Fields was directing it, and, um, you know, I just loved how everybody was. They were just so funny and down to earth, and then um, I did a little extra spot on um, a pilot. It really didn't take off. Um, I'll have to think about it for a minute. Now, Amita Brown, that was with Tyler Perry, correct? Uh-huh, Yeah. Now, I remember you in that movie. That was in 2008. You were in that. I was, uh, it was Meet the Browns. It was, uh, the sitcom. Right, exactly. Had. And, uh, the, the hat is what, that, the hat is what was the most memorable part about, uh, the character because I remember how, if, <laughs> where did you find that hat? Well, um, actually, the the hat I was wearing, there's a picture of me on my IMBD page in that hat, um, which there were some really strict rules about having your camera and everything, uh, you know, at the studio. But um, they provided it for me, and um, I've looked everywhere. I've researched, and I cannot find that episode. And it wasn't a very big thing, really. I was just uh, attending a funeral. And You know so yeah, be really I, cool, I tried to get it on. It, huh? Yeah, it'd be really cool though if you're like flipping through the TVs one night, then all of a sudden you find uh, the the episode comes up, and there you are. You're like, "That's me! I got a DVR of this." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I sent in my check stub to IMBD, and they still haven't accepted it because I can't, I can't find where it shows what episode, num- the number of episode it was, like, you know, episode three, episode four. So I'm just like, I'll find it one day. Tammy <laughs> uh, uh, Lynn is our guest here on 89.1 Ken's Ep. we got about uh, 24 minutes here. Uh, before we, uh, before I ask you a few more questions, we're going to go to Granny here. Uh, unfortunately, Matthias and Big Swing are not uh, with us tonight because Matthias is nursing a knee injury, and Big oh, Swing goodness. is probably off yeah, he's probably off doing the Yankees. Uh, see, the thing about Matthias, when he found out that you're going to be on, uh, he he, comple- he completely lost it. He completely passed out, and then he hurt a, he hurt his knee in the ring. So because I I, I told him that you're going to be on, so now now we know what caused that. But uh, Granny, go ahead. What do you got for our guest, Tammy Lynn? We got 24 minutes. Go ahead. Well, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to have you on, and thank you for taking time to be here with us tonight. So of course, thank you for inviting me. You're welcome. If you could have any kind of dream movie that you could do, what kind of movie would you want it to be, and who would you want to be in the movie with you? And you can't say not okay. a movie with the actor because that'd be too easy. Okay. Um, well, actually, I've been I'm in the process of writing. Um, a few scripts for some films, but, you know, they're, I love psychological thrillers, you know, where you, Mm -hmm. on the edge of your seat, you really don't know what's going on, and, you know, you can't predict the end of the movie, you know, the Mm -hmm. kind of movie that just 
stays with you years and years later to cross your mind and you'll bring it up. Hey, do you remember that movie? You know, that's the kind of movies that I love. Um, you know, but also, you know, the way I was raised, my, my father was a minister and, you know, and, and I'm a Christian and I believe that um, there's a lot of faith-based movies. And I would like to do something that um, really touched people and made them really think about their lives and, you know, what's important. You know, we all have our day-to-day things and we're all rushing. We have appointments. We have to do this. And, you know, when you really think about it, it's people, your family, your friends, how they feel, think, and all of those things. That's what's important. You know, when you're in your last days and you're elderly, you don't sit back and think about going to work. You're thinking about your family members and the times you spent with them, you know, and your relationship with a higher spiritual being. You know, those are the things that, um, you know, we lose in in this life, not paying attention to them because of, you know, trying to get ahead and and this and that. But um, I would like to do a movie that, you know, really makes people think about what's important, that just stops them in their tracks and say, hey, you know. Tammy Lynn's our guest here. Yeah, Tammy Lynn's our guest here. We had 89.1 Kens FM. We got the 20 minutes. Now, I'm going to let everybody know here real quick. I'm in here in Fargo, North Dakota, and I do hear a, a storm roaming right now. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be a bad storm, but we're hoping that nothing happens like power outages and stuff like that. So, uh, hopefully there's going to be no issues, but we're going to we're going to we're going to forge through this and go ahead. Uh, Tammy Lynn's our guest here, like I said, and uh, there's a lot of things I want to ask you about uh, your 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 past projects and your current projects. But before we do that, we need to take a quick little time out, play a little legal ID, and we'll be right back. Stick with us. You're listening to 89.1 Ken's FM, KNNZFM, Holly, Fargo, Moorhead. Independent public radio for Fargo, Moorhead, and the Valley. Also on the web at www.kensfm.com. And we are back here on 89.1 Ken's FM with our guest, Tammy Lynn. Now, you have done a lot of uh, stuff in the past, like a few projects that you've done, like Friends Like Sisters, uh, The Corn Children, China White. Uh, Sweet Poison, uh, Medea's Big Happy. Mm-hmm. Now, now I'm guessing that uh, you were uh, you got that um, by being on uh, Meet the Browns, right? Um, no, no, actually, um, it's networking and you know being around other people. Um, the Meet the Browns that was oh my goodness, 2009, I think. And, um, you know, to be frank, my ex-husband did not approve of me, you know, acting. So it was really after our divorce that um, I was able to kind of do what I wanted and, you know, follow my dreams. And so it's really been within the last three years that things have really started to progress for me. You know, I don't. I don't know if you if if I can ask you questions about that. But if you don't want to discuss that anymore, I'll understand. Just let me know. Okay, go ahead. You can you can ask whatever you want. You know, but you, 
of course, if it is something I feel comfortable answering, I will. And if not, you know, I'll just be straightforward and say, you know, I'm just not comfortable answering that. Gotcha. All right, I understand. So, uh, well, we're, we're gonna we're, we're gonna come back to that. We want we want to have people stick around for the entire interview. But I, I want to ask you about uh, you, you've done a lot of stuff uh, coming up with uh, the Vice Squad. How did you get hooked up with the Vice Squad, and what what was that like being on the set with uh, the Vice Squad? Oh, um, well, that's still in pre-production. We haven't um, began uh, filming it yet. We're supposed to at some point in 23. So, um, you know, there's been a little bit of an issue with the writer strike. And, you know, I've heard about um, maybe SAG even striking. I'm not sure. But um, so that is yet to come this year. And I'm really looking forward to it. And ironically, um, Kevin Kellum, he was a friend of my, he is a friend of my oldest daughter's. And um, he made some sort of post about needing extras. And so um, I messaged him and he was like, well, you know, I, I love Amber to death and, you know, I think a lot of her, you're her mom and yeah, we'll, we'll talk. And he liked my look. And um, so he put me on as my, as him being my template manager, but nothing happened until, um, you know, I started doing monologues. I would write my own monologues and I sent them to Kevin, and he didn't even actually say anything to me about it. I just got a notification from my IMBD that, you know, he had cast me in um, Fast Squad New Orleans. And I was like, wow. So <laughs> that's how that came about. Well, you know, we do get most of our information. Well, actually, I should say our producer gets most of the information from our guests here on uh, imbd.com. So correct me if any of this is wrong. You'll have to blame them, not our producer. But uh, according to what it says, now you're currently in production with Broken Raven. Is that, or is that done or almost completed? Or well, um, we have done the trailer, and we've got to come back and you know complete the filming on it. And uh, also another project that I'm kind of curious about is Don't Go Into the Woods at Night. Oh, that was fun. <laughs> um, let's see, that was done like the first week of November of last year. And, you know, I, kn- I knew everyone um, from Mob Humor. Um, I was in the trailer for it, and Tom Sizemore was in and I think it's one of the last films that he was in. And they just finished filming that up in April, and I was supposed to be in it, but I had some um, health issues and wasn't able to travel. So, um, But all the people that I had met in North Carolina, you know, I knew just about everybody and was already, they felt like family. And we did the Don't Go Into the Woods at Night, and it was just a blast. You know, we had so much fun doing it. Um, you know, we, it was like camping out in the woods and you know, I don't want to give too much away because it should be coming out pretty soon, um, maybe this fall, I think. But, uh, yeah, it was just a, it was a lot of fun. And we did a little improv there, too. But um, So, uh, now, do you think you'd be in the sequel, like, don't go into the woods at night unless you have a flashlight? No. <laughs> no. Um, I'm really not. I I don't think so. Um, I, I ended up dying. What is Thanks that noise? 
Well, that was uh, Big Swing whenever I whenever that I That is her, Big uh, Swing with his sound effects. Every time Icon tells a bad joke or bad punchline or something, I mean. Yeah, he always plays that. It's like um, a blooper thing. Oh, okay. So I'm sure you hear that a lot. <laughs> that was my joke. Oh. Oh. I have a dry piece of humor. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. no. Don't, don't apologize. That was so perfect. That was so good. I no, love uh, that. Now, uh, now I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you this, uh, Tammy. Can we use that as a soundbite as a promo for the show? Sure. All right. That, that's going to be. That's going to be like a seven-second soundbite right there. I think you hear that a lot. <laughs> Uh, Tammy lives on guest here. We got uh, 13 minutes here with Tammy, and I uh, wish we were a lot longer, but uh, we're, we're having a lot of fun here with you, Tammy. And now you uh, you mentioned that you know with the writer strike going on, how how has how much stuff for you has that been has put? Let me let me rephrase it. With the writer strike, yeah. How how much have how many projects of yours has been put on hold because of the strike? Well. Um... Right now, just you know, I, I think we were going to be a little bit closer to production for Vice Squad New Orleans, and you know that everything's kind of at a standstill within um, that corporation. You know, because it's a huge corporation; it's international. Um, there's so much going on, and it's it's really a lot of uh, different studios and everything that's come together so they can get these films produced, like I said, internationally. So, but I think that, you know, there, there's been a little standstill with um, a number of productions that um, Kevin Kellum is a part of, you know, because he's one of the main writers. And, you know, they, I, mean, I spoke with him the other day and he was like, yeah, things are kind of at a standstill right now. And I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> I, you know, there's other projects. I have, um, with the people that I did, Friends Like Sisters, I'd also done um, How I Met Them. I'd done a short called Sweet Poison in Atlanta. And uh, Kenny, he um, is, is really faith-based films. And so we did the... Sweet Poison, it was an anti-drug campaign, and, um, you know, I, from what I understand, it was televised just in Georgia, and so um, he messaged me back and was like, hey, I'm doing my first full feature. Would you like to be the judge, play the judge in it? And I'm like, oh, yeah, sure, and um, so that's come out, and he, we were all in a, a group together, and he uh, sent us all a message that... You know, he'll be sending us another script soon, and he'll be filming in September, if I'm not mistaken. And, you know, and he always tries to get a message out to people. You know, that's the one thing I love about, you know, working with him, and it's just really such a good group of people. Now, is there someone that uh, you really, uh, in, in your career, that you really, really would like to work with? Um. Like some like um, an A-list celebrities or something like that. Is that what you're referring to? Well, yeah, like like an actor and actress that you like really like to work with that uh, you've always wanted to do a project with. Well, you know, um, I think just from everything that I have read, 
and and it's just because he, from what I understand, he's a really down to earth person, and he hasn't let his status go to his head, you know, because it doesn't. I mean, we're all just people, so I mean, it's just what someone happens to do for a living, and that would be um, Mr. Reeves. Um, I always have a hard time pronouncing Canoe Reeves. You know who I'm talking about. You know, the Matrix yeah. and all of that. Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Keanu Reeves. No, that, uh, would, yeah, be, that would be awesome. Yeah, and it's just more because of um, things that I've heard about his character. You know, the top person he is. You know, because um, to me, I, I don't care if it's the president or the most famous person in the world is you're not respectful and kind and you don't have a, a really good moral compass, you know, I don't want anything to do with you. I, I don't care. You know, I could care less about money. You know, as long as my bills are paid and I'm able to do a few little things, I'm happy. So none of that really impresses me. Well, you know, without without name dropping or saying anybody's yeah. name, but let me ask you this: Have you had that experience? Is there anybody that you worked with that you thought was going to be awesome, and then they just like were a complete three sixty what you thought it was going to be? Have you had that situation? Mm-hmm, I have. And how, yeah. let me ask you: this, how, how would you? How do you deal with something like that? Well, um. The same, the same way you deal with anybody else that, you know, their personality or, or their actions or behaviors you find disappointing. Um, you know, it's not really your place to say anything, and you just try to be mindful of other people's feelings and, you know, keep it together, get through it as respectfully as you can. And, you know, it's not going to last long. There'll be another day tomorrow and just move forward. You know, you're not going to be working with them all the time. So just make it the best experience you can and forget about it. Now, there's another project that you recently completed. I believe it's called Mob Humor. Is that correct? Yes. That was the one that I was talking about that um, I did the trailer in North Carolina, and I met all the people, and most of the people were also end up going to the woods at night. And I was saying it was one of Tom Sizemore's last projects before he passed. He was in it. And so that was what we had done then was the trailer. And then um, it went back and it was finished. The filming was completed in April of this year. And um, due to an illness, I wasn't able to go. You know, I had to cancel, you know, because it's quite a, like an eight or nine hour drive. And, uh, you know, I just really wasn't in the position to be on the road. So, you know, I had a couple of health concerns. Um, um, you know, they managed. <laughs> you know, I regret. I wish I would have been there because everything looked so fine. Did you get me, Tom? Yeah. Um, yeah, he's a nice, he was a nice guy. Um, you would never known he was a celebrity. <laughs> you know, I mean, really, you wouldn't. Um so if, if you look on my IMBD page, there's a few pictures that he's in, I believe. Um, yep. I know there's one. There's one of me and him and a couple of other actors. So, 
Yeah, I was uh, I was I was very sad when I heard that he passed away because he was he was such a he was such a great actor and like you mentioned he was also just a regular guy you know he didn't uh-huh. uh, do the whole uh, I'm a big star and you're not type of thing he was he was just a regular uh, just a regular guy that you know uh, that there there can be actors that are pompous but Tom was not like that he he, no, he treated exactly. everybody on equal base. And he he never threw threw celebrity and status in your face. He was just he was just a nice guy, and we lost the gym there, you know. Yeah, and he you know actually he was so talented, you know he was he was one of my favorite actors. So, um, you know I was a little in awe of meeting him, but I you know it was just like meeting any other person. You know that's what he projected. So. Um, you know, it wasn't, you know, you didn't get starstruck or anything. You know, he was just a regular guy. So, with, uh, you, you know, we talked about Vice Squad. How many other projects you got going on right now? Well, um, we have some. Um, there's there's one that I've written called Tangle Webs. And, you know, I'm collaborating with it on, with some of my friends. Um, and then, you know, we're in discussion of a a few things, you know, different groups of my friends to get some of things that we've created out there. Um, and, you know, and I do have the filming coming up in September in Atlanta, um, and Five Squad's supposed to happen this year. And um, actually, that's about it. But if we were if we're able to go through and get some of the other things that we, you know, my different friends have written, what I have written done or at least started that'll be a good many projects for one year and with uh with all that with all the stuff going on i mean how how do you keep how do you keep it straight i mean you're you got to go here and then you got to go there i mean you must be, you must be traveling a lot um no actually um you know the right now the furthest i've traveled is north carolina um, you know, I had lived there for a while this past year, but I'm I'm back in Alabama. You know, it was really hard to be away from my family. And, you know, the way the world is, it really doesn't matter where you live. You know, you can work as an actress or an actor, and just when something comes up that you need to travel, you do that. And usually um, it's like five days to do a project. Now, Vice Squad... New Orleans, I believe it's going to be a 16-day project, but, you know, it's really it's not that hard or, you know, that long, but you spend a lot of your other time networking, marketing yourself, you know, just doing different things, you know, that kind of keeps you in the loop. You know, and uh, being in Alabama, i got to say, roll tide on that. Um. Poor Eagle, so sorry. Uh, well, when I, well, you know you're from, you're uh, you're in Alabama, so I gotta I gotta give you a roll tide. Yeah, well, you know, there's two teams. There's Auburn and Alabama here, and I don't know if I if anybody from Alabama is actually listening. Um, I may not be able to go out in public for saying this, but um, I actually just like Auburn because I like the colors better. Well, I'll tell you what. I I'm not just saying this because uh, I prefer Auburn as well. 
I, I have a I have a good friend that lives in Huntsville, Alabama. His name is Conrad Thompson, and uh, he's a mm-hmm. big Alabama guy. But I prefer Auburn myself. Yeah, um, I've been to a few of their games. It's really enjoyable, you know. And, and I do like the colors; they're really pretty together. Maybe, maybe I don't know. I'll be in trouble for anybody uh, from Alabama. It's the worst thing that I know. Uh, Tammy Lynn's our guest here. We've got about the two minutes. So we can do this here, Tammy. If our fans want to check you out and see you, you got a Facebook, an Instagram, a YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, a TikTok. What do you got? Um, actually, I have all those, but I primarily use um, Facebook, Instagram, and I just recently started a YouTube channel. And that's for my reels so that, um, you know, that's how you submit for work. You know, you have your acting reels, and so they can see if you're right for the part. And so I do. I started a YouTube channel for those, and um, and I have Twitter, but I really don't get on it. I just read what other people tweet sometimes, and then you know the TikTok. I have one, but you know I don't really put anything on it. I just watch everybody else's videos. So, so basically, you're not a serial tweeter. No, uh-uh. <laughs> uh, no, Tammy Lynn's our guest here. We got about uh, sixty seconds left. Uh, sixty seconds left with uh, Tammy. You know, first off, Tammy, I just I just want to thank you for uh, being with us tonight. You are awesome, and we look well, forward to you. seeing you on Vice Squad. And if you'd be willing to uh, come back and join us again, like the week before the episode debuts, uh, I'd love to stay in contact with you, and we'd love to have you back on again just to uh, have everybody tune in and have all our fans watch you on TV. We'd okay. love to have you do that for us. Yeah, I appreciate it. I would love to come back. And, you know, I do appreciate you inviting me on the show. I've had a lot of fun. Um you know, I'm not really that great at talking about myself, so this was a good experience and, you know, my having to do that. But, um, yeah, I would love to come back. Well, Tammy, I do have good news for you. If you ever need a lesson in talking about uh, yourself, all you got to do is have a conversation with Matthias and myself. We can teach you how to talk about yourself. Okay. Well, you know, if I ever need a nap. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You know what, I'll tell you what, this this interview has got so many good singers from you as our guest. Uh, We're we're uh, we're definitely going to use a lot of stuff, a lot of your material. It's going to be awesome. All right, well, feel free to. All right, thank you, Tammy. You were awesome. Thank you for taking time on your schedule. We love you. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, guys, and y'all take care of yourselves, and hopefully we'll talk again soon. All right, be safe, Tammy. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, Tammy Lynn, ladies and gentlemen, what a great interview. Looks like our next guest is waiting the wings here. Uh, We're going to take a quick little break. We'll be back after these messages. We'll be back on the flip side with our next guest. Stick with us. Ladies and gentlemen, the new clocks are here. The new clocks are here. Yes, for a limited time, you can get your very own 89.1 Ken's FM clock. For a $25 donation, you can get a classic analog round-faced clock with the 89.1 Ken's FM logo on the front. Just go to our website 
www.kensfm.com, and under the More Merch tab, you will find the clocks along with numerous other new merch you can order. Get yours now while supplies last. We have these in limited quantity, so order now at www.kensfm.com. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. From the great state of Louisiana, she can tell us about ballet. She can tell us about gymnastics. She can tell us about having a parent that's a teacher. She can tell us all about acting and everything else. Ladies and gentlemen, I, oh, man, she is just so gorgeous. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Susan Lavelli. <laughs> hey, this is Susan Lavelle. You're listening to the Attitude Era Monday Live on 89.1 Pins FM with your host, the icon, the big swing, the godmother of wrestling, Granny Hulkster, and the modern nightmare, Matthias. How are you, Susan? Thank you for joining us. How are you? Nice to have you with us tonight. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad to be on here. Actually, this is my first time doing a radio show, <laughs> being on a radio show. So I, you're educating me right now. <laughs> now, that, so this is gonna, this is about, that was got to be the best radio introduction you've ever had, right? Yes, it was. It actually was. I, I mean, I do the, um, y- you know, uh, over, over, the the via you know London interviews on uh, FaceTime and how however else they do it, but this is the first time I've done the radio, and and so this is kind of exciting and new for me. It's a new adventure, so thank you. Well, here's how here's how we're gonna do this, uh, uh, Susan. I'm going to ask you a few questions, and then we're going to do a roundtable, go to Granny, then we're going to come back to me. Uh, like I've said uh, before, uh, unfortunately, Matthias is not with us. He's uh, nursing a knee injury, and uh, Big Swing is off doing Yankee baseball and uh, sometimes chiming in with these uh, sound effects that he likes to play. But uh, what we're going to do here is have you give us a little background about yourself, and then I'll ask you a few questions, and then we'll do Granny, then we'll come back to me and I'll ask you the tougher stuff. So go ahead and give us a little background. Well, I'm originally from West Monroe, Louisiana. Um, that is the town of Duck Dynasty, by the way. Um, I, I grew up with some of their sons. Um, they were in classes um, be- behind me. So it, it's kind of a small, quaint town. And, um, yes, I grew up um, in ballet. I was in the Twin City Ballet Company and um, gymnastics. My mom put me in pageants. And um, so I had all this training, and then I did the community theater. And so I was, I went to Westmore High School, and I was a cheerleader. I was very active in high school. I went on to LSU, and I was in drama there. And um, there was a modeling agency there called Center Stage Management. And so I joined them, and I was doing modeling gigs and small commercials in New Orleans and in Baton Rouge. And so I was getting a feel for it. And I just, I just loved it. And I was, I wasn't real tall. I'm not real tall. <laughs> I think I've shrunk some, but I was five four, 
in that short to be a model, but I was still doing pretty well. So at LSU, a big movie came to town, and it was called Everybody's All-American. And it had Dennis Quaid and Jessica Lange in it and John Goodman. And so there was an actor there. His name was um, – he was on the film. He was visiting, and he was on the film. And his name was David Shelchaw. And one night, they were filming a scene at the LSU Stadium, and I was there with my um, sorority sisters, Tri Delta. And um, I was walking on the side of the field because we were all going to be extras. And David Shelchaw um, stopped me, and we got to talking, and he said, you know – you could do modeling in Los Angeles. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm I'm too short and I'm too this, I'm too that. And he said, you could do some acting. It was a very fluke situation. And I'm like, well, that was always my dream growing up in West Monroe, and that's what I prepared myself for. And I wasn't doing too well in school at LSU except for my drama classes. So he actually, I got to meet Dennis Quaid. I got to meet John Goodman that night. And he actually flew me to Los Angeles. And I stayed for two weeks. And I never went home. I was able to get, um, I signed with Wilhelmina West Modeling Agency, which is one of the biggest agencies in Los Angeles. And I was the shortest girl they ever took on. And I signed across the board with them commercially and theatrically. And my first little gig, you guys got to believe this. This this was amazing for me, um, was in the film Cocktail. And I had a little, they call it glorified extra role. And that was my first gig. And it was opposite Tom Cruise. I I. And that was within so my now, first two now weeks. We know, now we know why the movie Cocktail was a hit, because you were in it. Yeah, right. And it was just a tiny thing. It, it, it's when you get to work with a star like that, you're right in front of them. You're bumped up to glorified extra. You don't get to say anything, but they're talking to you. And so you get paid more money. And this was my start. This was my very first. Start. So I went from West Monroe to Baton Rouge to this fluke incident to Los Angeles. And I was like, oh, my God. Okay, I'm never leaving. And I never left. I never left. So uh, I've been here ever since. Uh, Susan LaBelle is our guest here. we got uh, 32 minutes. I'm going to ask you a couple more questions, and then uh, we'll go to Granny, and then we'll come back to me. But, you know, you mentioned uh, that, you, you know, you're – your height as a model, so I'm guessing you always had to look up at your competition. Oh my gosh! Hey, listen, they would put me on um, when I worked. They would put me on boxes. Some of the models were so tall that they would put me on. They would have me in the back, and they would put me on boxes. Yeah. That's so, cool. You, yeah, it was really cool. It was really cool. Yeah. So now, I, 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 had, in... I had a unique face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, no, you you are you are very beautiful. There's there's no question about that. I'm I'm surprised you didn't win every competition you're in. But now you were also in 
you mentioned you were in Cocktail. You were also in Scrooge, too, weren't you, with uh, Bill Murray? Yeah, I was. I was in um, Scrooge. Um, that wasn't too long afterwards, and I um, I had a part where I'm Bill Murray. I'm up at the top of a balcony, um, this stage house they made, and Bill Murray is down below, and he walks by, and he looks up, and he waves to me, and then I look down, and I wave to him, and um, and I say, hola, <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> Unfortunately, it got um, scratched from the film. That was that was it was the good part then the bad part that happens a lot but it was scratched from the film but i did get to have one on one lunch with bill murray after that but you don't know till the film comes out if if your scene stays in a film or is scratched from a film so you know and it's I, funny you mentioned that yeah. it's funny you mentioned mm-hmm. that uh we had uh we had a gal she was in the movie um Back to school with uh, Rodney Dangerfield, and she was the 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 gal that was in the shower, and he pulled the screen back, and uh, you know he said, "I didn't see a thing," and he said, "You're perfect." She told us how the scene actually was supposed to be five minutes long, and they they cut out everything she said except showing herself not wearing anything in a shower. I'm like. That, 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 you know, she told us how she was sitting in the theater waiting for the scene, and she was telling everybody how many lines she had, and then all of a sudden she, like, didn't say anything. <laughs> they just showed her. Now, that had to have been uh, – you had to have a similar experience, right? It's like, okay, my scene's coming up. It's like, where's my scene, right? Yeah, it is disappointing because, you know, you're, you're still in this movie with Bill Murray. You still have um, something to say. And, and, you know, you're reacting with Bill Murray. I mean, he's a huge star. And that kind of thing can propel you, you know, as as an actress, as a career, to something else. You get this footage with Bill Murray, right? You know, you're waiting for that as an actor, as an actress. You need that footage for your reel. And when you don't get it, um, you really are very disappointed you you can't help but that's just the nature of the business and you just you just got to take your hits I mean this is a roller coaster business and you have to have a thick skin and you just keep rolling you just keep going and um, it it is disappointing yeah I I can tell you that but um, that's just the way uh, it goes, and you just keep going. Mm-hmm. Susan LaBelle is our guest here on 89.1 Kids. I want to introduce you to uh, our co-host. Uh, it's it's Granny, and uh, I know that uh, she was a big fan of another project that you were in, uh, Alien Nation, and uh, you, were, mm-hmm. you were in a couple uh, episodes of that. So, Granny, what do you have for our guest? She is <laughs> Susan LaBelle, and she is lovely and beautiful. She's great. What do you got, Granny? Go ahead. Well, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to have you on. You know, I heard you, you, you know, talking earlier when you mentioned Dennis Quaid. I love Dennis Quaid. I mean, he's one of my favorite actors. I've seen him in so many different movies. What was it like to get to meet him? I mean, he is such an awesome actor. 
Well, back then he was um, seeing Meg Ryan, and uh, yes. he, yeah, and he was very um, quiet. Um, sometimes you meet them. Um, I, I've never met a celebrity like that, of that status, that I didn't like, I, except for. I'm, I don't know if I should say that. I, yeah, I probably shouldn't say that. But I've 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 met so many, and he is very nice. He's very quiet, and he's very gentlemanlike. So he was seeing Meg Ryan back then, and I love John Goodman too. But he was just very cool, um, gentlemanlike. You know, he he shook my hand, and he he had that adorable smile. <laughs> You know, yeah. he had that adorable smile. And um, they were all very nice. And, um, yeah, so that's all I can – I didn't spend a lot of time with them. Yeah. You know, they they were filming. Yeah. But, yeah, so he was well, just, just amazing. It's, well, and no matter who it is, it's just if you get that opportunity – to meet somebody of that status, you know, I mean, that's got to be, you know, a dream. And my other question to you is if you could have your choice of modeling, acting, whatever, what would your dream movie opportunity be and who would you want to co-star with? I, um, I, I love drama. I I can cry on cue. I have the ability to reach really deep inside. And I'm very good at comedy. I've I've won awards at comedy. I don't know why I'm good at comedy. I ask myself that all the time. But I feel like I'm just, I just love drama. And um, I would say, oh, my gosh, um, I love Joaquin Phoenix. I love Joaquin uh, Phoenix. Yeah, um, yeah, and I love Johnny Johnny Depp. Um, you know, I just love Johnny Depp. But I love the movie Libertine with Johnny Depp. I don't know if you ever saw it, mm-hmm. but um, if you ever get a chance to see it, I, I happen to like hidden movies. And one of those hidden movies was Libertine. Mm-hmm. And um, I like that movie. And um, I just, but I love Joaquin Phoenix's um, work. And I think, and he's also um, in the animals um, very much so. I just think he is also, as a human being, a, a bright light in a really good spirit. And mm-hmm. um, I just think he would be such a lovely co-star. And, um, you know, that's the kind of people I want to work with and someone, you know, I I can't handle the narcissism. I can't handle the, the egos, that kind of thing. I want to work with someone who's, who's a spiritual type person. Mm -hmm. And um, you find that in people who love animals. And so I think that would be Joaquin Phoenix for, for me. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, if it, yeah, go ahead. Susan LaBelle's our, yeah, Susan LaBelle's our guest here. We got uh, 23 minutes left with Susan, and uh, there's a lot of other stuff I want to ask you about. 
Now you have a few other projects uh, you're, that you're working on now. I believe it's is it Thelma and Weezy? Is that correct? Um, I already did those uh, projects, um, Thelma and Weezy. That's kind of a takeoff of Thelma and uh, Louise, um, uh, Susan Saranda, and um, uh, what was? I'm losing my train of thought. Um, it wasn't Julia Roberts, was it? Who who was in Thelma and Louise? It was um, Susan Sarandon and um, oh my gosh, I, I totally forgot. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. Let me look it up here. Yeah, and, and I, so there's three I, short. There's three short Gina films Davis. back to back. Gina yeah, Davis. Gina Davis. Yeah, so they're kind of they're comedies, and we won so many awards at the short film festivals, and I won best supporting actress at the film festival, and that's like where you find out, oh my god, people like your comedy, <laughs> and here you were, who here you thought you were just a dramatic actress this whole time, and now, yeah, that's uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, you have you have a lot yeah. of stuff that's recently completed, and uh, like I mentioned before, we get a lot of our stuff. Our producer gets a lot of our stuff from imdd.com. Uh, let's see, uh, you're in Whatever It Takes, uh, The Decision, Dear Mother, Thelma and Weezy, Diamond Heist, Lost <laughs> But Found. You had, you had, you had a busy year so far. Yeah, Dear Mother is my recent that is on um, Amazon Prime and on Tubi right now. And that is very dramatic. Um, that is a mother uh, who loses her husband um, in a, um, it's, it's about racism, it's about mental health, it's about anger, it's about coming to terms and, and finding yourself again. It's about alcoholism. In, <laughs> in that part, I play so many different colors. I was so exhausted. It's a dream part for an actress coming up. It really was a dream part. I had to play all those kind of emotions, um, you know, that people, even more than what people go through when you lose someone that you love. And the director was also the gentleman who played my son, and he's taking care of his mother, which is me, <clears throat> through all of this. And... Um, so it, it it is now on Amazon Prime and on Tubi, which is a big deal when your film gets. It's my first. I've co-starred in films, but this is my first major starring role. Uh, since we have a we have a, uh, a guest host with us, his uh, his name is Ken. He actually owns the station here. He's actually my boss technically, and he has a question for you. And uh, he wants to know, and uh, I'll I'll have him ask a question, but he wants to know what it's like uh, taking pictures with Eric Roberts. Uh, go ahead, Ken. What's your question? Oh man. <laughs> well, uh, good evening, and thank you for joining the show here. Uh, I'm kind of a late sure. arrival here this evening. Uh, we had. Uh, uh, the reason why I actually came down was to talk to Icon, uh, uh, kind of give him a heads up on our weather. Um, if you look at the radar, uh, it looks like uh, we've got some pretty serious thunderstorms headed our way. They're not. Uh, there are no issues or warnings out for any of them, but uh, we do have uh, a cluster of them coming up from the southwest. And so expect some more lightning tonight here in the Fargo-Moorhead area and uh, possibly another downpour or two of showers. 
But uh, back to uh, your guest there, Icon. Uh, Go ahead. It's a wonderful thing that uh, you get a major starring role in, uh, like, your your first uh, uh, major starring role in a film. Um, it's... Uh, if you could, if you could combine all of the other uh, elements that uh, uh, you've been through to um, uh, be in movies, and uh, what would, how would that compare to this? Is like the stress level like one thousand percent higher? Um, are there extra benefits? Uh, do you actually get paid? Uh, what? Uh, what are the perks of being in a uh, being in a uh, a bigger starring role than uh, when you first started out? And you can't admit being on the radio with me was the the key. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I do get paid for being in a starring role. Um, you know, the the perks are you get to star in a film. You know that you that been picked up by Tubi, by Amazon Prime, um, that you get amazing footage for that um, gets publicity, and now you are able to carry a film. And it, you get paid for it, but it's not even about the payment. It's it's about, oh, my God, I, I can carry a film. And... Um, you know, if everybody likes it, if everybody likes what I'm doing, likes my acting, I'm now not just doing one-liners or two-liners, or or I'm moving up. In other words, in other words, I'm progressing. I'm moving up in my level of talent in acting that people are hiring me to to do that. Those are the perks. That's you know. You want to get paid for what you do and what you love to do, but it's just an honor just to get to work. It's in this business it has so much competition, and you just you just feel so honored to be able to do what you love and um, get to work. And then when you get a starring role like that, you're like, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That is absolutely terrific. Um, what uh, uh, I mentioned before, you know, is the stress level a lot more? Is it? Uh, uh, are you able to sleep at night with this starring role, or are you awake all night thinking that, well, I could have done that better, or I think I'll try this this time, or the director said this, and I'm going to try to do that? Uh, do you get a lot of that? Um, you know what? <clears throat> you kind of have to learn to let things go. But I have a hard time watching myself. I watched it once, maybe twice. And, you, and, and of course, there's parts where, oh, my gosh, I wish mm, this, that. But you really got to let it go. And um, when, there was stress level when I was doing it because I was so exhausted. There, there were long, long days. There was a lot of dialogue. And... And you got to stay in the character. So there's stress when you're doing it. And um, you got to forget that camera's right in your face. You've got to forget it. And you, you've got to stay in that place that you're in. And in this movie, it's a very dark place. And um, so, but I left it a long time ago. I left it, I was so tired of being her 
I was exhausted being her that after I finished filming, I left it quickly because actors can't stay there very long. You can't stay in that place very long. Um, You have to be able to come out of it. So during filming, it was stressful, but no, I'm fine. You know, I'm fine now. I'm glad that, uh, I'm glad that uh, you were able to get over it. Um, I go back to some of the stories I heard about, like, John Belushi. And, uh, you know, before his death, some of the parts that he played in movies where he would just totally submerse himself into the part, into the character. And then after the movie was shot, after it was all over, it took him forever to come out of that. And I think that is one of the damaging things that, uh, uh, you know, making movies can do to you is that uh, you get so dedicated and and uh, uh, immersed into it that uh, you start living that lifestyle and then you don't pull out. And it sounds like you've conquered that. You've been able to, as soon as filming stopped, you've been able to uh, leave the set and move on with your life. And I think that's very admirable. Um, and so you've been able to keep the stress level down that way, which is really phenomenal. You're going to have a healthy life. <laughs> I oh, think. thank you. Well, you know, you do have to draw from your own personal experiences to be able to get to those levels, and it may trigger some of that, and it may oh, have triggered oh, yeah. stuff for John Belushi because actors have to carry from their experiences in life, and personally, I don't want to live there <laughs> very long. Yeah. And sometimes it triggers in them, and they can't shake it, is what I'm thinking, you know, is what I'm thinking. Because actors come from a place, you know, um, when they're that in-depth in their role, in their character, they're coming from a personal place, too. And that's yes. why they get... That's being generated that's, from within them. Yes, exactly. That's the best way to say it. it it's It's generated within them. And um, so they don't just pull it out of out of the air. When they're so good at what they do, and you see that greatness, that's that's coming from within. What um, when you were on set, uh, you said the days were long and tiring. Um, were like they phenomenal days, like you were up at six o'clock in the morning and you didn't get uh, back to the motel or whatever. Uh, at your home until like after midnight or was shooting every single day, seven days a week. How did that work? Was that pretty stressful? You said it was more stressful than afterwards, but yeah. Well, there's guidelines. You, you can't, um, you got to get a certain amount of sleep. You, you know, there's specific guidelines um, that the production has to go by certain times to eat. And, um, and, and, you know, you want to take good care of your actors. And um, we were taken very, we were taken care of very well. And, but, um, you know, if we had a long night, we got to sleep in until like nine. You know, we had reasonable hours to sleep. But it's just when I hit the bed at midnight, I was just out because I had to give up so much emotion. Um, and a lot of it was kind of angry emotion, you know, angry that her husband died. I don't want to tell you the whole story or anything, but no, it was 
so much emotion. And um, so by the, I was emotionally spent, <laughs> you know. And So you um, probably, it was pretty draining uh, being on set all day and then the emotion and the energy it required. Uh, so by the end of the day, yeah, you were drained. And then it was actually fairly easy to uh, uh, hit the sack and then get some sleep so you could uh, be cognizant the next morning. Oh, yes. I didn't even have time to think about, oh, did I get a, do a good job that day? I mean, I was like over it. I'm like, <laughs> I got to go. Right right. I was just passed out. As a matter of fact, we're, we're, we're keeping her from sleeping right now, as a matter of fact. <laughs> I'm fine. It's like, well, yeah, I've been enjoyed this so much. Thank you. Well, hey, don't go away yet. We still, we, we still got uh, 10 minutes here left. Yeah, one thing I do want to ask you, and then we'll go back to Ken. Uh, when I'm looking at uh, your IMDb page, and I, I see all these different pictures of you and all these uh, lovely dresses and everything, I'm kind of curious. How many designers have came to you and paid you like two, three, four thousand dollars to wear their dress on the runway? I'm just kind of curious. Wait, you, you're what? What was that again? How many? How many? Well, how many? Di- how many different designers have paid you to wear their dresses on the runway? Because I'm looking at your IMDb page, and you have just like a. Uh, wide range of photos on there with uh, all these different lovely dresses and stuff that you're wearing. How many designers have said, "Hey, can you wear my dress when you're out there on the on the runway?" Yeah, you know what? I don't charge for that. I I I I I, I don't. I I am honored to to wear their dresses, and I love to wear up and coming designer dresses and help get their name out there. And I love going to red carpets, and um, I am not dolled up like that every day, I will tell you, <laughs> but I love to doll up, and I am all for, listen, I'm where I'm at right now because people helped me. You know, people saw something in me, and people helped me and gave me the confidence and sent me to this acting teacher or uh, put me in their project or, or you, you know, love, love is a chain. And I got that from the grass heart, Truman Capote, his uh, play, the grass heart. And you got to pass that along. So I, I'll wear, now I'm very picky about what I wear, but I, I love to help people and designers and you makeup artists and you hair people and try to do my hair different ways and stuff. So I don't, I don't, I'm not like that. I just, I just want to help promote people to move up. And if I can do that, I'm glad to do that. So that is in that incredibly area, positive. That, sorry, that's an incredibly positive attitude. You don't hear that a lot from people these days. Um, I don't know if people are being brought up differently nowadays or what, but that attitude is genuine. And uh, to hear a positive attitude like that, that uh, it's not gimme, 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 or what's in it for me, or how does it benefit me. No, your attitude seems to be much more genuine in that it's saying that, uh, uh, oh, you want me to wear your dress? Well, sure, that is a beautiful dress. I'd be happy to do that. What's not on your mind is how much money are you going to pay me, you know? That, that isn't there. 
Uh, I like that. I, I really do. That's that's genuine. And I wish more people were like that these days. See, now, that's, Susan, that's where you're an inspiration to everybody because, you know, you're – you, you've been you've been in several movies and you've been in a lot of high profile movies like Cocktail and Screws, like we were talking about. You're in the TV show Alienation, but you're you don't let that go to your head. You don't right. have the whole I'm better than you. I've been in this picture. I've been in this picture. So uh, you have to do this, or I'm not going to do that. So you're not like that. That's awesome, and it, that, that's a rare thing these days. Like Ken just said. Well, listen, you know, I, I've i had my ups and downs, too, you know. So, I mean, I can't – I want to help people. I've had people – like I said, I've had people help me, you know, get get up and get going and um, put me in their projects um, when I didn't have anything going and um, believe in me. My, my acting coach, Janet Alhanti, you know, I've just had special people in my life and they didn't have to do that for me. And I see people that they just need an extra push. And if I can wear their dress or have them do my makeup for that night or or whatever, and I, I will give them credit. Um, and photographers, too. You know, I always give credit for the photographers. And <clears throat> you just have to do that if you if you want good things and blessings for yourself that, it's a, Los Angeles and Hollywood seems so big, but it's really a small town. And you really have to remember that because you don't know who is the next big who or who's going to go off and do this. You've got to be kind to everybody. and um, But just not even Hollywood, just in your daily life. You, yes, got that to is be very true. Uh, a kind but, uh, person. Uh, to do that in your daily life just as kind of like a, uh, a golden rule that uh, basically you go through your life treating other people the way that you would like to be treated and that you're always kind and always helpful. Uh, those are attributes that are going to advance society and not keep us going in the direction of, uh, uh, you know, the gutter mentality that uh, we seem to be seeing a lot of these days especially if you go up to social media. Yes. Uh, Susan, yes, that was our guest. we got about four minutes here left with Susan. Uh, real quick here, so I didn't mean to interrupt you, but so we can do this here so we don't forget. If our fans want to check you out and see you, you got a Facebook, an Instagram, a YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, a TikTok. What do you got? I have um, two Instagrams, <laughs> Susan LaBelle-actress, <clears throat> and I have uh, Doll Bella. Susan on um, Instagram and then Susan Lavelle Facebooks um, and let's see I have SusanLavelle.com that's my website and um, yeah or IMDb Susan Lavelle Google Susan Lavelle I'm on Google and to to tell you one other thing you learn that from animals you know having animals rescuing animals nothing will humble you more than Saving lives, no. Yep. I'll, I'll tell you that. Saving um, for me, fight for something in this life. It doesn't have to be animals, but find where your fight is. Fight for something. Get out of yourself and fight for something else in this world. And and that I think is the root of of, of everything. And I I just believe in that. So. 
anyway, you guys are awesome. Yeah. I, I just that love is, that is the most you. inspiring thing. That is the most inspiring thing I think I've ever heard, ever. That is very inspiring. I think that uh, uh, if, if more people could live by those words, we'd be a much better and much more proliferant. Is that a word? I think it is now. <laughs> It is now. You just made it. It, 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 it advances our, uh, our our level of society so much, and that is something that us humans can do. And, uh, uh, you know, to have more proponents than just you or me on this planet, yes, we need to spread that around. Yeah, I, I, I do. That's that's how I, I believe, because um, – in the end, my red carpets will be gone, my acting will be gone, but what, what did I really leave behind? You know, what what did I really leave behind, you know? So, anyway, <laughs> that's... Yeah, we're, we're on this planet for a very short period of time as a living organism, and uh, that is true, and what we do during this lifetime is going to affect other people <laughs> in other generations. So, just because you pass away at an old age or whatever doesn't mean that your life ends there's a thing called the spirit and your spirit just keeps on going and it keeps on influencing people and if you can keep influencing them in a positive way uh you know you're helping society and you're one of them no thank you thank you so much for that i appreciate it i do my best uh, listeners tuning in did not realize that they were going to be enlightened tonight by our <laughs> guest and by our owner. You know, Susan, you you have just been so awesome, and we like I said, we only got a couple of minutes here left with you. Uh, now, if we haven't scared you way too much, we'd love to have you come back and join us again at some point. I would love to. This is I've been enlightened. <laughs> this has been an amazing experience. I just I feel so blessed getting to know you guys thank you for having me on the show and i just i really appreciate it next time i'll come back and tell you about alienation where i married the star of the show <laughs> i have more stories oh be darned <laughs> no and ken here's something else uh, that she's going to add to her resume ken's <laughs> fm was the first radio station interview that she's been on oh my so you yeah, are this, this is, is the- this is the first yes, interview the that you've done on radio. On radio, yes. This is great. I love it. Thank you. So now, Ken's <laughs> FM is going to be famous in Hollywood now, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. if you recognize me, you know, I, yes. I, I'm a humble person. I'm a humble person, although, uh, you know, I do try to follow those golden rules fairly closely. But, uh, you know, for me to be known... In an organization as big as Hollywood is uh, a little hard for me to get my head around. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, I'm going to post this, so you guys oh, send cool. me the link, and I'll post it on my Facebook and Instagram. So there you now, have uh, it. <laughs> now, would you be willing to send us some autographs for giveaways too, Susan? Yes, I will. I will do that. I apologize. I, 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 actually, my middle daughter is getting married next week, so I've been a little swamped with ev- everything. <laughs> so, oh, but I, I can believe that. I'll definitely well, give you some autographs. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely forgive you for that. 
You know, I'll tell you, we, we only have uh, a few minutes here before we got to sign off, but I'll tell you what, Susan, you have been so wonderful. Uh, most importantly, I want to thank you for your friendship, and uh, thank you for not hanging up on me when I call you, uh, even though I, I'm still trying to figure out what the time zone is. But the good news is when I called you at 2 in the morning, my time was actually uh, midnight, your time, so it wasn't too bad, but I'm working yeah. on that. Yeah, it's it's two hours. Um, I had to figure that out, too, but it, it's two hours. But the pleasure's all mine. I appreciate it. This has been an amazing experience, like I said, and I, I love it. Thank you. Thank you for joining us, Susan. We appreciate it. We love you. Thank you. Okay, thank you, guys. Have a good evening. Bye. All right, Susan LaBelle, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, now, next week we got a big show. Uh, we want you to join us every Monday night. Right here on 89.1 Kens FM, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Central Time. Remember, it's not goodbye, it's just goodnight. Now, because it's Memorial Day, we are going to sign off with a very special uh, theme song uh, that uh, has America in its heart. So uh, until next week, join us then. We'll see you all. Take care. We love you. Hey, Ken, thanks for joining us. We love you. Anytime, anytime. And thank you, Granny. You're welcome. Thank you. All right, so uh, we're going to sign off, and we're going to find, uh, sign off with this song, and everybody, take care. We'll see you then. I am a-